the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning, you're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Monday morning. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson. Hey, Dave, good hey, morning. Hey, Gabby, how are you? I'm good. I had great. a great weekend. How about you? I had, I had a wonderful, relaxing weekend, too, but I got to tell you, uh, today it is foggier than my brain on a Monday. It is really, really oh, foggy no. out there. In fact, look, I just got word that the causeway is uh, closed in both directions because of fog and smoke. Oh so uh, just hopefully I'm telling somebody that early so they can uh, take another route, you know, because uh, it is it's pretty thick out there. And it's kind of been that way all weekend long. So God, be careful, whoever, yeah, who, whoever is driving right now, be careful. And, and if you're getting ready, well, you might want to get ready a little bit early. There you go. Mm-hmm. And just a note, I was chuckling at your foggy in the brain joke, oh, not yeah. the fogginess. Let's drive safely out there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you that for that, Dave. Help my well, brain let's get out our... any, though. So, you know, it's still foggy. Well, <laughs> well maybe an opening prayer could help let's us a little that. bit this let's morning. Do <laughs> let's do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this day. We thank you for our ability to wake up and hopefully serve you. Heavenly Father, we ask that you walk with us throughout this day and help us to see you and others and be you to others. And we ask this through Mary, our mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Saint John of Capistrano, pray for us. Pray for us. We will learn more about St. John later on in today's show, but coming up at seven after, Mary String joins us. She's a parishioner over at Immaculate Conception Church in Denham Springs, and she's also the upcoming festival chair oh, uh, personnel. <laughs> so they're having their parish fall festival. You guys, this is going to be huge. So if you're in the area, then definitely check them out and support them. So we're going to be talking to Mary about the wonderful opportunities to support Immaculate Conception Church and Parish, or Immaculate Conception Parish, right. during their fall festival. Mm-hmm. Yes. In 18 minutes, Jason Craig joins us. He's a Catholic author, and today he's talking about his new book, The Traditional Virtues According to St. Thomas Aquinas, A Study for Men. So looking forward to speaking to Jason a little bit more about his book. And in 48 minutes, Dr. David Whitten joins us. He's a professor of theology over at Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University in Baton Rouge, also known as Fran Yu. And we will be talking about Mary. So all things Mary. So Dave's going to ask all of the questions that we want to know, all of the questions that we have uh, had brought to us from Catholics, non-Catholics, about Our Lady, maybe 
debunk some myths about our yes, lady and yes. talk about how amazing she is and why we should have a relationship with her. So I'll never forget forward to speaking to him. Gabby, there was an interview I had way back a long time ago, and this, this lovely lady was a Jewish convert to the Catholic faith. And I asked her, I said, did you ever have any stumbling blocks at all to, to coming into the Catholic faith? She said, none. And I said, what about Mary? She said, Mary was a good Jewish mother. She's always saying, have I got a son mm. for you? So, <laughs> Aww, that's sweet. Well, that's I, a nice story. It was. It was cute. I, <laughs> I've, I'll never forget that. So, anyway. Oh, I love that. Well, we have your gospel coming up right after the break, and then Mary String joins us from Immaculate Conception Parish in Denham Springs. It is five after the hour on Wake Up. Today's gospel is taken from Luke chapter 12. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed, for though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, What shall I do, for I do not have space to store my harvest? And he said, This is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods, and I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for the one who stores up treasure for himself, but is not rich in what matters to God. Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for today's gospel. It is 8 past the hour on Wake Up. Thank you so much for tuning your heart to the truth and watching us on Facebook, YouTube, our website, WLAE Catholic Live TV. Dave, we are everywhere, <laughs> yeah, and that's... we're so grateful that we are. <laughs> I know. We're having to list all the places where we are. It's just like, get your pencil out. This is That's what we're the supposed list. to do. That is what we're called to do. Yes. We, we want to be everywhere because we have a lot to share, and... Uh, and, it, yes, and, it, and it's different from other things that you're listening to and watching to on regular TV and radio. So that that's why we're here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, I was actually on the phone the other day with my mom talking about the holiday season coming up, you know, Thanksgiving, yeah. Advent, Christmas, all of the wonderful times that we have this time of year for a lot of people. It's a season of giving and something that we should probably be thinking about as we approach the November time, um, especially with Box of Joy. So we are a drop-off location for Box of Joy. So what is Box of Joy? Basically, you go out and you collect items or buy items for a child in a third world country who will receive a Christmas gift this year. And for many children, this is their only Christmas gift that they will receive this year. 
Sometimes it is the first Christmas gift they have ever received. Wow. So putting yourself in their shoes, it's in in a world that we live in today in our country, sometimes for many of us, that can be hard to imagine. Yeah. Um, on, you know, that being the only Christmas gift we get this year. So mm-hmm. it's a way of giving back to these children to put a smile on their face. So what you can do is just collect little items, socks, coloring books, um, not crayons because they don't want that to melt, but... Ah, I didn't different think items, about that. activity books. Yeah. Yeah. Activity books that you can put in a kind of like a shoe box yes. and drop it off to our radio station in Baton Rouge, Catholic Community Media. Mm-hmm. And Box of Joy will collect all of these boxes and ship them to third world countries, uh, particularly in like Latin America, Central America. And there's a whole list of them. You can go to our website at ccmedia.live to find out more information and to see the drop off dates and times. Yeah that you can bring your box. And it's actually a lot of fun to go and shop. So you can go to the Dollar Tree or the Dollar General. Yeah, bring the and kids. And easily spend, yeah, easily spend $20. Yeah. Bring your children, let them pick out these items and show them this is for someone. You are buying this gift for someone who is going to have a good Christmas because they are receiving this mm-hmm. this box. So yeah, they they have let a, them pick it out and they'll understand it. Yeah, the the, uh, the young lady that we had on the other day was listing some of the stuff that the kids really loved, yeah. and it's such simple stuff. You know, one of them I, yeah. I remember she mentioned I, I, that might have been the the biggest hit was they would get uh, soccer balls, but it would be deflated soccer yeah. balls so they could fit the shoebox. Yeah. You know, but it's nothing yeah. special. But but I remember she she said the story of one child opening the box and loving everything and then shutting the box and 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 putting it away and they're like why why are you doing this because the little girl mm-hmm. wanted to share it with her brothers and sisters she was just kind of you know mm-hmm. i just thought that was adorable so yeah you're doing yeah. you're doing a great thing and at the same time you're you're having a blast doing it we're a location by the way we're a drop off location here in Baton Rouge at uh, the studios you can look that up on um Gabby the website? Our website. Yes. Yeah, our website, oh, our ccmedia.live. Website. Okay. okay, I thought yes. you... <laughs> I meant the Box of, <laughs> Box of Joy website has our address, too, if you're looking that up, to see what, what yes, to pack Yes, they do. In. And it's an entire week where you have various dates and times for a whole week to drop off your box. You can actually put a group together. I know a lot of homeschool groups put their groups together and collect a bunch of boxes. Parishes, uh, organizations do that, and... My goodness, bring in 20, 30, 40 boxes filled with items for sure. these kids yeah. to just to have uh, something, even socks. They were saying socks, pencils, notebooks. Mm-hmm. A lot of these mm-hmm. kids bring in a notebook and they need it for their school. So it's a, a wonderful opportunity to give back to the community, especially dur- during the giving season Absolutely. because that is quickly approaching yeah. uh, during that time. So. Right. Real quick, Dave, let's talk about something that Karen, our video technician, or uh, has queued up right now if you're ah, watching us. Yes. That is Catholic Man Night. Yeah. This is a fun event. And y'all, we don't have many, excuse me, <clears throat> we don't have many <laughs> tickets left. We have, uh, Gabby, I think 46, 47 tickets 47? left. And, yes. and And look, this is, this is November the 8th. And if you haven't gotten your ticket, you might want to hurry. This is where we start watching the tables really closely because... We're, we're limited. We can only do so many. And we weren't expecting it to sell this quickly because usually it, it's always last minute. That's when we sell out, you know. And this time, mm-hmm. this time, well, I guess it is the last minute, but it, it's, it's two weeks away. <laughs> but uh, you might yes. want to think about it right now. So it's November the 8th. It's at uh, White Oak Plantation and Estates. And I'm sorry, White Oak 
estates and gardens. I always get that mixed up. John Folsom's place. You know John Folsom's place. Yes. Excuse me. Mike Fulmer is going to be our guest. I cannot clear my throat, Gabby. And uh, we're it's 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 going to be a wonderful time. A whole lot of food, a lot of fellowship, and we just it's it's just a wonderful wonderful evening. So don't miss it this uh, this time. So get your tickets. Get them online at ccmedia.live, and uh, it's you you might want to hurry. Forty seven. Yes. That's what. Yeah. Forty seven left. And if, and if you're watching us right now, Karen has a QR code on the screen, so you can go ahead and scan that. It'll take you right to the registration page. And you can also join for an exclusive event before Catholic Man Night called the Fraternity of the Leaf. It's like a whiskey tasting. It is. It's, it's John Fulce's gathering. Yeah, he makes his yeah, own um, distillery, a, a bourbon and whiskey and rum, and you get to taste that and uh, you know meet with with uh, with the speaker, uh, Mike Fulmer, one on one. It's a smaller group, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. We have a good time right before the event starts. So all of these events, Catholic Man Night and Box of Joy, are on the front page of our website right now. You can go ahead and check those two events out and thank you so much for your generosity during this time but stay with us we have a wonderful guest coming up to talk about a wonderful new book stay with us it's 15 past the hour on wake up this is franciscan media saint of the day for october 23rd today we celebrate saint john of capistrano today's saint was surrounded by grim realities But God gave John Capistrano just the right gifts, including an abiding optimism. Born in 1386, John studied law and was appointed governor in central Italy at age 26. A brief imprisonment during a civil war prompted him to re-examine his life. He entered the Franciscans and was ordained a priest at age 34. John's preaching attracted great throngs at a time of religious apathy and confusion, So great was his impact that cities petitioned the Pope to send John to them. His nickname, the Apostle of Europe, was well-deserved. Pope Eugene IV looked to John for advice when a schismatic council elected an anti-Pope. He was also a significant influence within the Franciscan order, which was in turmoil over how to best be faithful to the rule that St. Francis had left his brothers. John's tireless efforts met with some success in that area. John died in 1456 in the midst of preaching a crusade for the defense of Europe and was canonized in 1690. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson, along with uh, Gabby Smith. Gabby, hello there. I, you're you're about hey. to interview Jason Craig. I just uh, thought I'd uh, I am. I thought I'd bust in and say hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. No, it's great to have you with us. Thank you so much for all those who are listening this morning. We're having a wonderful Monday morning with you. I hope you were having a wonderful start to your Monday. Please drive safely. It is a very yeah, foggy. foggy outside. My goodness, so. yes. 
Uh, take your time this morning and get to your destination safely. We're praying for you and hope that you uh, everything goes well this yes. morning. Uh, Jason Craig is our first guest this morning. He is a Catholic author, and today he's talking about his new book, The Traditional Virtues According to St. Thomas Aquinas, A Study for Men. Jason, good morning. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, take us through your book, The Traditional Virtues According to St. Thomas Aquinas, a.k.a. a really good saint, by the way, mm -hmm. a study for men. <laughs> sure, yeah, I, I, uh, I always feel like I need to qualify it because if there was a, a book that did not need to be written, it would be about virtue and Aquinas, and uh, if there was somebody who was inadequate to write it, that'd be me. <laughs> the, the arrangement of this book is actually not just to sort of rehash what Aquinas said or to, or to explain it better than him, which I can't do, is to arrange his thought and his teaching about the virtues for uh, people to study together. And I had in mind particularly men, uh, the, the, the two groups uh, that I've worked with and can envision using this would be actually how we're doing it right now as a family, mm -hmm. uh, reading it around mm -hmm. the table with my sons. Um, once a week, we're just going through this together as a study that or small groups of men who think, Hey, we, we want to study something. I think recovering, uh, in some instances or just learning for the first time, the, 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 the shared vocabulary of virtue and vice is very helpful. And there's just no one like Aquinas to do that. So in the book, I didn't comb through and just rehash everything, but really pulled out those things that are pertinent to men, everything from when it's okay to make fun of your friend and when it's not, to why shame can be good and you need to feel it and how it's only really available locally and uh, all, all these small things, but they're mm. particular to our lives, kind of daily lives as, you know, fathers, brothers, and sons. Jason, you said you're going through this book with your sons. What is an age-appropriate uh, time to go through a book like this where they can understand and grasp the concept, concepts? Sure. Well, I would say the most important thing, if you're going to do this with your sons, you know, one of the big problems I have with the way we approach young people in the church is that we're always sort of feeding them information, trying to quote unquote, you know, reach youth. Um, and in this mm -hmm. instance, what I had in mind is actually there, this is a channel for them to reach you, meaning you need to study this and wrestle with it together as two men, not as dad just becoming another teacher mm -hmm. in the son's life, but mm -hmm to become an instructor and a mentor the way that a father is to his son. So not, I don't want to give you a curriculum and homework to do with your kid. You, you got plenty of that. Uh, so it's really laid out for you to be able to share not only the study, but yourself, your stories, your experience. That is what will make it come alive. So if you're so, you know, I've got one who's reading it now, we're doing it together and he's 11, but he's a very mature 11, mm -hmm. uh, I think. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 14, 15, 16, that age when traditionally you really should be becoming a man, that's, what, that's why you're studying this is because, hey, these are the virtues you need to navigate life as a man. These, this, is, this is actually, to put it in another way, this is how you become a man. The word virtue comes from the Latin vir, which mean, can mean manly, can mean ah, strength. Okay. This is your strength to study these. So... If you're unsure about what it means to be a man here, let me lay it out for you. That's nice. Jason, this is David. I'm, 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 I'm busting in here because I'm fascinated by this. Your book here, it's, <laughs> it's written, I mean, are you guys reading it cover to cover, or is it like a, 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 a spaced out daily thing? How does it work? Oh, yeah. 
so so there is there's about 30 lessons and that's about how many weeks there are in an average school year so okay. i'm trying to think all right if you're you're going to pick one day a week just one day a week where right. you are going to meet and go through kind of the meat of this book but then daily there are prayers from saint thomas Aquinas for the acquisition of virtue and then a reading from the scriptures and so just a short read i mean it's like five to maybe 15 at the most 10 usually verses of the new testament and it's actually most of the entire new testament laid out with these virtues to sort of reinforce the not to get nerdy but you know aquinas is systematic theology mm-hmm. and sort of match it up with the revelation of scripture itself right so that we kind of see this coherence of the truth um so that's a daily reading you do individually with the hopes that as you come back together you have more even more understanding and more to discuss and wrestle with heck even argue about um so you mm-hmm. have daily prayers and that you do individual daily prayers and devotions individually yeah but then collectively once a week just pick you know, it's not going to happen if you don't pick a day in time. Yeah. But just do it once a week. Okay. Awesome. Jason, why St. Thomas Aquinas? There are so many saints that I think a lot of people, particularly men, could look up to as a wonderful role model. But why this saint in particular? Well, well I think, you know, he is the doctor, uh, the angelic doctor of the church, the common doctor of the church, the most quoted, studied, and proposed mind perhaps in the history of the church maybe after augustine i mean there's just there is no um there's no parallel in some ways to aquinas and his teaching on the virtues meant just you know there's thousands of pages of it and it's so detailed and it can seem so um inaccessible because of how much it is yeah which is unfortunate mm-hmm. because there's so much truth in there mm-hmm. um so combing through it line by line can be very difficult. And in fact, without some instruction and like how he lays it out, it can be somewhat inaccessible. Um, so making it, making, you know, the greatest treaties on virtue available, um, from not just someone who's really good at explaining it, but a saint. I mean, he's also inspiring for, you know, the stories of his maintaining his chastity and purity. There might be some listeners out there, part of the angelic warfare confraternity of St. Thomas Aquinas. I mean, there's famous stories of him being, imprisoned in a castle, uh, tempted uh, by his family to, to impurity and him, him battling these things. So, I mean, he's a, he's a real man with, with real grit um, and, and real experience, but also just the most thorough explanation of the virtues there's ever been. It's just so much. So distilling it down, making it accessible so you kind of have a broad overview of what, you know, what do we mean by prudence and temperance? Really, what's the difference between, you know, bravery and fortitude or belief and faith or all these things. He's good at explaining that, but it's, it's not readily available. Mm, okay. Yeah. So you sort of yeah. called out the well, best information for that. And then at the same time, like I said, you're, you're, you're sitting there talking to your 11 year old. So it's understandable, right? It's not, yeah. it's not heady theology. It's hard. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I keep telling people it's, um, it's, I, I think fathers who are going to take this seriously, they're going to want to, you know, read ahead and come to their own understanding um, yeah. if they're if they're not well acquainted. Um, but absolutely, uh, you know, sitting down and wrestling with it, it's not. I, I said I said in the intro, I didn't dumb it down ah, um, to okay. where it's to where it's. Uh, you know, this is not just a little um, kish thought to make you feel good in the day. This is gonna. This is a study. It's a study mm-hmm. for men. It's not um, uh, daily yeah. encouragement. It's not a daily lift me up. It's a study. 
which means just like you yeah. work out, you lift heavy weights, you're going to have to lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, mm-hmm. that's how you get stronger. Definitely. Well, we definitely want godly men in our world today. I think that's needed. Um, so Jason, what was your goal behind writing this? What did you want people to get out, particularly men and young boys? Sure. Well, we have, uh, I work for an apostolate called Fraternus. And uh, Fraternus, what it does is gather the men of a parish into brotherhood amongst themselves. And then it brings the young men into that brotherhood and the, you know, the primary content of what they're studying is, mm-hmm. is the virtues. That's what they're, they're wrestling through constantly. And, uh, a lot of people, you know, fraternity is a, is a pretty significant commitment. It's where the men really commit themselves to one another. Uh, and it requires sort of a certain, you know, uh, ecosystem readily available at the parish and just the right ground to sow that seed. And, but we've seen so much of the fruit that a lot of times, we export, we as men, or perhaps we as a strategy in the church, erroneously export the instruction of being a man in the faith to just all sorts of other people, whether it's a program or a curriculum or, a, or even, you know, catechists and teachers. We fathers, we export all these things, and the fruit of fraternity has been bringing the men and the fathers together to give the instruction that they're supposed to give. I mean, it's explicit in Scripture that the fathers instruct their sons. And that's, that's plural, yes, right? That's not yes, just yes. father mm-hmm. and son. It's, that's us. It needs to come from us. So what we wanted to provide in this book um, was a way that people who aren't a part of these chapters can um, experience some of the fruit we've seen when you just sort of put the faith back in its context, yeah. right? So not yes. just the content of mm-hmm. studying the virtues, but the context of this relationship of father and son. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wonderful. Jason Craig, Catholic author, talking about his new book, The Traditional Virtues, According to St. Thomas Aquinas, A Study for Men. Jason, real quick, where can we pick up our copy? Sure, it's available uh, from the publisher, tanbooks.com, and I'm sure other mega internet sites that build rockets and stuff on the side (laughs) probably have it available too. I think we're we talking is. about also support our local <laughs> Catholic bookstores. There are many wherever you, you are listening from. Support them. Jason, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. Have a good morning. Uh, Take care. <laughs> Stay with us. Mary String joins us with Immaculate Conception Church when we come back from the break. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. It is 35 past the hour. You're tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson. Our next guest is Mary String. Mary is the festival chair for the Immaculate Conception Church in Denham Springs Parish Fall Festival. Good morning, Mary. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Gabby. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, we are talking about a fun event happening over in Denham Springs at Immaculate Conception Church, and your fall festival is coming up. And this is such a fun fun way to not only support the parish, but to gather and do some fun activities as a family. So tell us a little bit when the dates are and what we can expect. Okay, our 53rd annual fall festival is this starts this Friday. It is from October 27th through the 29th, so it's Friday, starts at 6 p.m. Friday night, goes till 10, 
and then Saturday all day, and then Sunday. So it's a three-day event. We have um, so tell us. We have rides. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so we have rides. Um, our rides are done by Cajun Rides over in Lafayette. They do a great job. We have a big, big people rides, and we have kitty rides. We have um, a car show, a craft show. We have food booths. Wonderful. The best food you're going to ever eat is at our food booth <laughs> under the pavilion. We play bingo Saturday afternoon, and we have a whole slew of bands that play on the stage under the pavilion. We have bands Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. And we also on um, Sunday is our live auction. And we have some great live auction items. It starts at 1 o'clock. We have an auctioneer that comes in. And then the big event is at 3.55, we pull the $10,000 raffle ticket. Mm. So the person who has purchased that winning ticket wins $10,000. Amazing. Well, this is a wonderful way to support the parish. And you also need plenty of volunteers as well to put this together. And this is volunteer sign-up week. Is that correct? Oh, actually, I was in yes, September. Yeah, we, Sorry, I'm. Ah. I'm well, well, but you still need still, volunteers. We, <laughs> oh yeah, we still do. It's amazing. We have a group of about forty people who are on the festival planning committee that committee that do an amazing job of planning everything. And then we have every booth is all volunteer, um, all, all volunteer run. So every booth, every every game booth, every. Um, food booth, everything needs volunteers to run it. So we're close to having enough volunteers, but we still need a few more. So anyone in our parish that hasn't signed up to work a two-hour session, please um, please call the church office and get, and get your information in. Mary, this is David. You know, I'm always telling people, if, if you're new to the Louisiana area, and even if you're not, I, I go jumping around to these uh, uh, fairs and festivals and everything, because that's the most incredible food you'll ever eat anywhere. What kind of food mm-hmm. y'all going to have there? Oh, my goodness. We have, <laughs> we have amazing food. Right. We have an American food booth. We have a barbecue food booth. We have Cajun food booth. There you go. Fish, fried fish that is just the best fried fish. Mm-hmm. Um, we have French fries and corn dogs. We have flannel cakes. You know, you got to have oh, flannel cakes. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. And we have <laughs> and an Italian booth and oh. then an ice cream booth. Okay. So, and Hi. then this year, the festival is dedicated to Henry Polizano. He is a longtime parishioner, and he was he was one of the original um, festival chair people. He has been, has, he was, he and he always ran the Italian booth. Oh, And so okay. Henry loves food, and so this year he passed away a ah. few years ago, and this, this year mm. the festival is dedicated to Mr. Henry. Dedicated to him, and his, his last name is what? Wow. Polizano. Oh, yeah, I definitely got to go to that booth. Okay, yeah, that sounds... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do. That's the Italian <laughs> booth. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. So, you know, and I'm going to tell you this, last year, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to tell you, last year, um, a family came up to me that's not parishioners, so this is for everybody, everybody right. in Livingston Paris, everybody in Baton Rouge, anyone is welcome to come. But a family came up to me and they said, you know, I walked onto the festival grounds and I felt like I was walking into a Hallmark movie. <laughs> and I, oh I took that as a huge compliment. Yes, so yes. to me, this is our Hallmark festival, and it, it's a very safe, fun, inviting environment. There you go. And all proceeds for this festival, Mary, I think this is important to mention. Where will that go toward? Well, the, the, the proceeds are going to our building and maintenance fund of the Macro Conception Church campus. We have a lot of 
plans for things that need to be maintained and up, upgraded. And so the, the money is going towards that this year. Great. Wonderful. Mary String Festival Chair with Immaculate Conception Church in Denham Springs Parish Fall Festival. One more time, Mary, give us the dates and times on when this all starts. Okay, so it starts with this Friday, October 27th at 6 o'clock, and then um, and goes till 10. And then at 10, we have a high school event from 10 to midnight where only high schoolers get to come to ride the rides wow. and eat jambalaya and have Cokes. That's a special event just for them. Then on Saturday, we start again. The car show starts at 9 o'clock. The festival opens at 10 and goes until 10 p.m. Then on Sunday, we open back up at 10 a.m. and go till 4 p.m. Sounds like fun. Amazing. Okay, fun. well, I, w- I would have loved that as a high schooler just to have the <laughs> the whole thing to yourself, right? Yeah. That sounds like yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we <laughs> started this a couple years ago, and that event, being able, and it's just them, and we only charge them $10, which really only covers the cost wow. of running the ride. And then we, my husband makes the jambalaya. Mm-hmm. He's a great cook. Mm-hmm. My husband, David. And then we give them Cokes and... um for and that all has all the rides, all the rides you want, and the jambalaya and a coke wow. for ten dollars for high yeah. school kids. Nice. They have to show their That's high school ID deal. to get in. There you go. So. That's a great deal. Mary String, thank you so much for being with us today. You can go to ccmedia.live right now, and all of the information of the fall festival is on our website. Thank you so much, Mary, for being with us today. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to promote our festival. Okay. That's what we're here for. Well, Dave, another reason why we are here is to give away fun things like tickets. (laughs) And we are uh, giving away two tickets, actually. A big conference is coming up. This is November 4th and 5th. And uh, this is the... the, Fullness of Truth Conference. It's the uh, the, the theme mm-hmm. will be the Eucharist and the spiritual life. Now, look these these speakers that we're going to have are powerhouses. We got Matthew Leonard. He, he is an incredible speaker and author, and he is the founder of Science of Sainthood. And then Dr. Brant Petrie. We all know who he is. Or if you don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you you've got to go just to hear Dr. Petrie. And he's one of our guys. He's from here in uh, South Louisiana, um, and uh, he he is he's. Just incredible. And then Curtis Mitch, uh, scripture uh, scholar and Augustine Institute theologian, and he pretty much did the majority of the breakdown of the Bible study that goes with the Ignatius Bible. So, I mean, this guy this guy's incredible, too. So it, it is a wonderful event. And look, we got free tickets. We have two free tickets that were given away today. This is priority pass tickets. Now, these tickets are worth $195. And Gabby, you got the breakdown wow. of what all you get with them. But they're they're pretty powerful tickets, huh? Yes. So like you said, it includes priority seating, mm-hmm. also an exclusive lunch on Saturday with the speakers. So you can kind of ask all the questions you want to yeah. ask, pick their brains a little bit. Right. Also includes a goodie bag at check-in and admission for Saturday and Sunday. All other meals are not included. But like you said, the value of these tickets are $195. So to win these tickets, go to our Facebook live video on our Facebook page right now. That's Facebook. Uh, that's Wake Up Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only live video that's streaming currently at the moment. And comment in the comment section, I want the tickets. So we're giving away 
two tickets today so you can bring a friend, you can bring just your favorite person, your spouse, mm-hmm. um, and, and and go to this wonderful conference. It is coming up. It's just a, a couple of weeks away. So go ahead and do that right now and comment, I want the tickets. So uh, on our Facebook page, the first person to do that, we will email you the tickets uh, and and hopefully that you will have a fun event to hear these wonderful speakers. All so, they have to do is uh, type in, also, I want the tickets. That's it? Okay, great. That's it. Great. And then we'll get back with you and get some information from you so we can get those tickets to you. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, just to have a one-on-one with some of these guys would be incredible. And to have lunch or dinner with them, you know, would be great. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, Dr. David Whitten joins David in the Baton Rouge studio when we come back from the break. He's a professor of theology over at Franu in Baton Rouge, and we are talking about... Mary. So stay with us. It is 45 past the hour on Wake Up. the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson along with Gabby Smith. And uh, be careful out there. I'm I, sure it's still foggy. It, it was a long day of fog yesterday. And I know a lot of streets, I know the causeway was closed both ways. And uh, mm-hmm. so you've got to reroute yourself and everything. And I know it's, you know, it's, it's going on time to get to work, but just be careful going to work. Right now, I'm joined with Dr. David Whitten, a, a regular host and, I mean, regular guest. Hey, <laughs> hey, I may have had a slip of the tongue. <laughs> anyway. I'm not accepting any offers right now. <laughs> He's a professor of theology at Franciscan Missionaries. He's a professor of theology at Fran U. That's what we like to call him, and I feel like a family member here at Catholic Community Media. Welcome. Welcome. And uh, I just love picking your brain. Because you have answers for everything, and and so uh, we were talking off camera. It's like, what, let's talk about Mary. It's like that's a big old brushstroke, but yeah. uh, but but really, what I want to talk about is we know what we believe as Catholics, what we believe in general about Mary, as as most folks do. But what about our devotion to Mary? Sure. And as I was talking to you at the break, mm-hmm. uh, this was part of my sort of conversion story. So I came into the church in 2007, okay. um, and I was a doctoral student uh, at, at Southern Methodist, actually. But uh, okay. my doctoral advisor was a guy named Bruce Marshall, um, one of the best Catholic theologians actually in the world, probably. Um, I don't know how God put me near yeah. him, but I lucked out. Um, and so as I was getting ready to come into the church, I said, you know, Bruce, can we sit down and talk a little bit? Because I've got sort of my real question is like, how do I, is Mary in devotion precisely? Yeah. I said, so how do I sort of think my way through this? He says, you, you don't really think your way through it. He says, what you really need to do is just start praying okay. um, with Mary. Uh, and so that the best way to really understand it is actually to do it. Um, and so, okay, so, you know, you start doing the rosary and you start, you know, yeah, do, find that, some places right. to, to do that. Um, so, I mean... So that's really the, the the best answer is really to sort of a Nike answer. It's like just do it, just do it, um, and and just start with with the prayers of the church, and and, and it begins to reveal itself. But sort of then intellectually, um, you know, Mary is is so key because she's the mother of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was in the the fifth uh, century long discussions about this about how do we understand Mary and her relationship to Jesus, and really. Um, Sort of theologically, every time you see Christ, Mary is present too, um, sort of theologically. Um, whenever there's been disputes about Christ, 
Mary somehow seems to get wrapped up inside of it. So, for instance, at FranU, when we teach our course on Christology, it's actually Christology and Mariology. They go together. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. right? Um, and that's always been the case because how we think about Christ is deeply impacts then how we think about Mary, mm-hmm. right? So Mary gives her humanity to Jesus, right? So the, the Son, the second person of the Trinity, becomes incarnate. He's fully divine, but his humanity comes from Mary, uh-huh. right? So in that sense, he becomes human being because of her, right? And, and because he's a human being, he can then, if you will, sort of pay off the debt that human beings have of, of sin. He can show us what it means to live a fully human life uh-huh. um, because he's a full human just like us. He can be tempted just like we're tempted. He can experience pain and suffering. Uh, all the, the, the He can experience loss like he did with Lazarus. Uh, he experiences all that as a full human being. So he's he experiences a full human life because of Mary, and what a gift that is. Yeah, then yeah. to us. That's that's. I mean, you know, he had to be born. Right. Uh, if he was if he was going to be, like you said, human. Um, right. And and know. even you know, as the early church thought about this, they said, you know, all of human life is racked by by sin and loss mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. fracture, as I like to say, um, from beginning to end. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we're born into pain, yeah. and we die. Right. Often, sort of, uh, you know, we hope for peaceful death. But, sure. But, but all of human that. life is bracketed by that. Yeah. And you know, so you know, there was a heresy that said, well, you know, really, he he when he was born, he was just a human. He didn't receive his divinity until later. But the church says, no, 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 no. He was fully human and fully and fully divine, divine right? from the moment he was conceived, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which means he experiences all of human life. Right. 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 So, um, but he does that because of the gift of Mary. Right. He gives her his her humanity. Okay. So, so, so that is her bringing Christ as a gift to us into the world. Right. right. And 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 so you hear. I mean, because because I've, I've talked to folks about this. You know that that we talk about uh, uh, Christ being the the intercessor. You know, right. We 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 pray to God through Christ. Right. right. But then you got Mary. So sure. we're um. Then it gets. Confusing. Okay, right. so so am I praying to Mary? Am I praying to Christ, or can I just go straight to God, or what? Yes, yes, and yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, as the case may be. Um, then you got the saints involved. Well, we won't go there yet. Well, but but think about the Hail Mary. We say um, we actually we're talking to Mary, but what yes. do we ask her to do? We ask her to pray for us. Pray for us. Yes. Right. So um, so when we think about that as a prayer, you know. I mean, when I talk to my students about this all the time, I'm like, "Have you ever asked anybody to pray for you?" And they're like, "Well, yeah. sure, right? I've got it. You know, my dad's sick. You know, would you guys mm-hmm. pray for me?" You put out a prayer request. Well, that's really what you're asking Mary to do for you, yeah, right. But who are you going to ask to pray for you? Like this really mean, nasty person over here? Are you going to ask somebody who's like really holy for you that's to true. pray for you, right? Well, I mean, who could be holier and who's going to be closer? You can't to get Jesus? closer to God than Mom, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right. Um, so we're asking Mary to intercede for us. I mean, there's a distinction that the early church made between um, veneration and worship. Okay, worship is for God only. Right. Okay, veneration is, is we hold to hold somebody in very high esteem, the highest esteem possible. So we, we venerate Mary, mm-hmm. but we realize she's human. We don't worship Mary. Right, right. right. But Which, I mean, that's a big confusion with a, a lot big, of folks that's a really that I've important, had to explain Right, there's a very important uh, confusion. So we only worship God, but we venerate Mary just like we do the saints because sure. they're close to God. They're talking to God. They're looking at God. They're um, engaged directly with God in ways that we can't be, so they can mediate for us. Mm-hmm. And again, to have a cloud of witnesses praying for you, whether yeah. it's saints or Mary or, or whatever the case may be, 
sort of safety in numbers, strength in numbers, right? So you, 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 yeah, you, you're pulling out the big guns, in other words, exactly. when, you're, when you're talking yeah. to Mary. So, okay. it, it, you know, if you have a choice between asking David Whitten to pray for you mm-hmm. or Mary. I'm going for Mary. Every single yeah, time, right? Yeah. Every single time. Well, uh, did you have any, you know, coming into the faith and everything, did you have any of these difficulties? Well, I, I because, mentioned the, I mean, the, the, the Marian other, ones, sure. Right, and, and the other faiths, uh, I mean, a lot of folks, I mean, a lot of folks don't consider her Immaculate Conception, you know, they 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 right. they don't see that either. Right, you know? and and the the joy of that that teaching is it points to the power of the cross, mm-hmm. right? So a guy I work, I, I was telling you because of that professor helping me, I wrote an essay uh, just last year in a book of essays in honor of him, and um, and and w- I I did it in conversation with Saint Anselm of Canterbury, and what Anselm says is says the power of the cross is so intense. It works before and after the, the moment of the cross. It works across time. Yes, so, right. So Mary is immaculate because Christ saved her. Yes. Right? So she, his, his cross is so powerful, it works backwards in time. And so that's what makes her immaculate. Is it's the grace of Christ that actually precedes her, even in the moment, beautiful. even though it doesn't take place till, till afterwards. So it's a, it's a beautiful way of thinking about how Christ saves everybody, including his own mother. Beautiful. And it's all timeless. That's the part that I just think is amazing. Well, Dr. David Whitten, once again, thank you for joining us. You're coming back very soon. I'm going to be on the phone on Wednesday to talk about uh, the hope for uh, unbaptized infants. Hope for unbaptized infants. Okay, yes. that is great. That is our uh, Catholic, Catholic 101. 101. Okay, looking forward to that. Thanks for joining us again, you know, and uh, thanks for keeping coming back and uh, joining Always us. Always a pleasure. So, co-host, one day, you never know. I'm just saying it. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to take it up with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we, as a matter of fact, while we're talking to Mary uh, or talking about Mary, let's uh, talk to her uh, once again. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gabby? Yes, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful Monday and a great start to your week. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.